Welcome to Spouse Tales Podcast. You really can't make this stuff up. Bringing you truth, solutions, and innovative ideas to some of the most controversial and overlooked questions inside the practice and out. Hello to our creator and co-host, Joanne Majors, CSP, published author, certified speaking professional, joined by her co-host, Kathy Signo. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spouse Tales. We are so excited today. And one thing we know for sure, I'm Joanne Majors, and one thing we know for sure, Kathy, what is that? Is that you cannot make this stuff up. You absolutely cannot make this stuff up. We live in it. We we live, eat, and breathe it, as we say. And it's like you can't, you couldn't make this stuff up on a good day or a bad. So we're excited today because we have Beverly Wilburn with us. Beverly, welcome. Hi, how are you? We're doing well. We're so excited to have you with us. And I will tell you, Beverly is the real deal. Um, Not only is she a full-time practice manager in her husband's uh, practice, she also owns her own consulting agency, which specializes in perio, really, um, really critical today. And it's called Magnificent. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. So how'd you come up with that name, Beverly? You know, I don't know. I just kind of thought magnificent and dentistry kind of go together. Yeah. And I'd had it for many years, actually, and not done much with it. And then trademarked it probably about 15 years ago. And actually just kind of started using it a little bit more. So as I'm as this change is happening in this practice, there you go change. It's interesting, because we're kind of focusing on seasons of change and um, in this series one of the things we've been talking about is like how people cope with change and when there is change one of the things Kathy and I talk about and, and we've visited with you about it you know it's great in theory to think that the changes that are happening in the practice don't really affect us um, individually personally and professionally but the truth is it does you know it absolutely does and um you know, when, when you guys go through change in the practice, Beverly, what are, what are some of the ways that, like, if your team members are experiencing change, which then has an effect on what's happening in the office, how do you guys, how do you guys cope with that? Or what are some of the things that you suggest when, you know, people in practice have someone on their team who's experiencing change, which absolutely has an effect on what's happening in the practice? So I think, the first thing that we really tend to do is just realize and acknowledge that a change has actually happened. Mm. You know, sometimes we go along with our day-to-day lives and day-to-day selves. And sometimes it doesn't always take a huge event for something to be a change. And we need to understand and and allow ourselves to feel that there's going to be emotions that are going to happen and things that we're going to need to to feel to experience those changes. And so just realizing and acknowledging that there has been a change, whether it's loss of a staff member that's moved or relocated, and maybe it was a close friend personally or other things like that. Um, Our teams are our lives and our families. So sometimes when those things happen, it's just kind of actually acknowledging that a change has occurred. We often push our own emotions down to to kind of lift each other up as managers and other things like that. So when we, we have to remember that, um, change is a wonderful thing. If we neglect ourselves, we can't lead them to, to, you know, embrace that change as well. So we have to kind of understand that the change has occurred for them too, and just acknowledge that it's a different feeling for them. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty good. I think, um, okay, my work here is done. You got it, girl. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right. Um, Kathy, what would you add to that? You know, what she said is acknowledge. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of times 
we try to pretend like it's not happening, especially when um, we have a team member that's leaving and we want to just go about our day to day and act like it's not going to happen. And the acknowledgement of there is something going on, I think being more proactive than reactive. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think, um, I think one of the things that I think about is, you know, when somebody, um, you know, critical to your team is leaving, it's, it's great in theory. And it's great in theory to think that it's always something that's welcomed, right? Like we're glad that they have this opportunity or we're excited that they're having an opportunity to move. But the truth is there are some times that I think, you know, we've invested so much in this person (laughs) and we've done this and we've done this and it's like, now we have to start all over. And it's like, I think that for me, um, you know, most of the time we're not, um, we're really not like that, but, but the truth is that, um, you know, it, it doesn't make it, it doesn't make it any less painful sometimes. And I think that, you know, like you said, acknowledging it is, is huge. And, and I'm curious, Beverly, I know Kathy and I've talked about it a lot. What, what's the, what's the, what happens after five? We talk about this, Kathy and I do. It's like, we both have kind of some set rules. So what happens when something like that's going on in the practice? How long, or what kind of boundaries do you guys have on how that will affect you once it's after five? Well, I think that, you know, sometimes we have to understand that change is even sometimes good changes. Sometimes changes are positive changes. You know, they're not always negative. Sometimes when a team member leaves, you might see things happen or change that might open some people's eyes along the way that maybe that team member was already kind of out the door before they really decided to leave. So I think sometimes we have to just realize that, you know, good changes cause a shift and we have to kind of remember that, you know, it's kind of like when your child leaves for college, everybody cries and is upset for, you know, a little bit. Um, But then after everybody settles themselves down and realizes, hey, we just have to find a new routine and a new way of doing things. And now maybe look at the positive side of things, which in the instance of your child leaving for college, now you might have a date night on a Friday night with your spouse or someone else when you used to be at the football games on a Friday night yeah, watching your child play sports. So it's it's seeing the positive side of things. And I think it's just finding a new system or a new schedule or, you know, the change in schedule is typically, I feel like what causes that flurry of emotions when change occurs so after five o'clock it's sitting down together and it's finding a new order a new way of doing things so that it's not so much the change happened and it's a disruption of what everybody's become used to Mm -hmm. and so just developing that new routine or new schedule together maybe making a new system of if somebody was handling something in the practice and now they're not going to be handling anymore who is going to be physically responsible for that because everything can't fall back on the owner or the manager or you know it's got to people need to kind of step up and you might find some leaders that didn't know they were leaders in the first place so it's kind of identifying those people as well and just getting them working together to develop a new system and a new schedule to handle how that change occurred so once you acknowledge it you have to figure out what you're going to do with what you've now acknowledged that has happened well and I think you know we we talk so much about the soft skills because that's you know really kind of our lane and and I think about like with change and you know upgrade in in a software and you know all the different kinds of change that can happen with innovation and and understanding that it's not just that we've got you've got a team that's got to learn some new uh, technology or new innovative way to do something we've got to put the soft skills around it to make it um, desirable you know and it's like uh-huh. listening to this thing about you know the 
the change in the schedule and acknowledging and that's really for me that's the soft skills around look we we're, we're about to go through something pretty uncomfortable <laughs> you know but the way that you position it and the way that you frame it I think is what keeps the team's chin up or what makes them feel like they're going downhill exactly I think that I think software changes and technology changes in general are a whole nother complication oh, yeah, that is. nobody wants to deal with yeah it is <laughs> Yes. Oh, yeah, we're about to put weave in our office for the first time. Oh. And, you know, that's going to be a whole new way for everyone to think. And we're yeah. excited about it. But at the same time, a few people have a little trepidation. Is it going to add more work? Is it going to be too hard? So you kind of have to talk that through. Like you say, even if it's something good that's going to add value. Sure. At the beginning, it's always hard before it gets easy. Yeah, the change yeah. always has a learning curve whatever it is yes. like you talking about Beverly about changing the schedule perhaps or looking at things differently I mean I think it's um there's a learning curve to it right I mean it's like when JC was staying with us and you know he was there and his dog was there and it's like I got used to being home at a certain time so that I could let that sweet dog out and it's like <laughs> then it's like there's no dog there's no there's no sun it's like okay what am I gonna do with my time and as weird as it is Chuck said okay we're gonna start doing this plank thing and I was like what <laughs> and that's when the plank <laughs> thing started he, he always does this four minute plank workout things like okay every time there's a break we're gonna do this because that you know at the break between some show that we would binge watch we'd take the dog out and it's like no more dog plank and I'm going what does one have to do with the other and it's like it, it occupies <laughs> that time I mean you change that schedule as crazy as it sounds you know, Kathy, you've been in the midst of a lot of change just, you know, where you've been the last 10 days. I mean, how how, how is the office coping with you being pretty much unavailable? I mean, how, how does that work? Well, you know, I, I think you have to have good leadership set up in the forefront. Um, but, you know, after Monica having surgery and I've been here in St. Louis, um, you know, making sure that you can keep in contact by phone making sure that you talk about it ahead of time. I'm going to be gone. What do you guys need from me before I leave so that there's not a crisis when I'm gone? Um, we just have really, really good leadership for people to step up and just take care of things. So I have to say being here has been pretty seamless. Now, I don't know what's going to happen when I get home, but sure. um, <laughs> they've handled it. There's been no crisis. I haven't any phone calls that said, oh my gosh, what are we going to do about this? Um, they've pretty much handled the day to day. And yeah. that's kind of been our goal is to make sure that I don't have to be in the day to day, yeah. that I can do more of the management behind the scenes, more of the business stuff and let them manage that. And it's that's been a change that we had in our relationship at home to kind of pull me out of the practice. But at the same time, it was a little difficult for Tony at first because he was used to seeing me there every day. He was used to, if something went wrong, he'd come in my office and close the door. Yeah. Um, it and works better. It. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And now, you know, they all have to step up and, and I have to say that they're doing a really great job, but yeah. it took time that's it didn't great. happen overnight that's really great yeah. that's really great that they're doing a great job how do you, it how makes I, you feel better having yes. to deal with that change yeah it's, it's what they it's what they've they've learned I mean it's what they see I believe I believe they learn leadership by you know from what they see how much time uh Beverly do you actually um spend in the practice 
So I'm full-time in the practice. I'm actually the main person still responsible for pretty much closing most of our treatment. So Mm -hmm. our our treatment presentations really come from me. Um, I couldn't do it without him, obviously. It's a great team. So so I'm pretty much here full-time. I kind of dedicate usually about six or eight hours outside of the practice for my business. Uh And then I still have three children at home in high school. So those are my last three at home, but there's still three at home in high school. So we have all kinds of sports and homecomings and all of these kind of wonderful things that happen. So, but I'm here almost most of the time, but I do have an extremely good team. So I have to definitely agree that, you know, the team behind you is really supporting you. And sometimes it's hard for me to remember that when things like this that we're talking about when changes do occur, when something happens, it's really impactful, you know, it, it sure impacts is. them tremendously. Yeah. And they're, I'm so proud of some of the people that they've become, even in, you know, a couple of years of working with us. So mm-hmm. it's, it's been wonderful to see them step up. And so I, I definitely have to agree when you have to be out of the practice, it helps to have a really good solid team behind you. It really does. One of the things that I think about in listening to you talk about this is, it's a it's it, it's the seasons of change. It's the exact thing that we're talking about. It's like you're starting to put some time into your consultancy business, right? Because it's growing gradually, but you're preparing to deliver. So these high school kids will be gone, and at that point, you will have put the time and energy in to gradually grow this business to for that for that season of change, right? What are you going to do when there aren't home when there aren't homecomings and there aren't football games and there aren't sports and those sort of things? And it's like preparing to deliver. And I think that's. That's the thing that this has really been about is is understanding, you know, that with, with, with the many multiple people and personalities and things on a team, we don't all um, we don't all embrace change the same. So it's understand trying to that I always think about the Stephen Covey thing, seek, seek first to understand, then to be understood. I think if we can just take the time to try to have empathy and understand that somebody else is going through change, it certainly helps us be more um, present and more aware of what's happening versus the, you know, the old selfish, it's about me. I think, I think that's what you have to do. Uh, Honestly, I mean, I feel like that's the role, Kathy, we've talked about that. I feel like that's the role that we have. We're kind of the back burner uh, person anyway, in the sense that, you know, we're going to do what we need to do to get through the day and move the needle and do what needs to happen for, for the practice and the patients. And then in the meantime, if there's some change that affects, you know, us, many times we, we just suck it up. Yeah, that's very true. And with uh, Callie going out on maternity leave, we talked about this, that I'm going to have to be in the practice more again, so that figuring out what does my schedule look like? How is that going to affect home life? How is that going to affect, you know, taking care of my mom, all those types of things. So like you say, knowing and acknowledging that it's coming and trying to put things in place ahead of time so that we don't end up having crisis is I think one of the critical parts of trying to maneuver change. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. I really, um, Beverly, I really appreciate what you, what you offered today. And I keep thinking about this, you know, the takeaway, the number one thing is acknowledging the change is happening. It's like, that's really powerful. It is. And, and, and that the change is happening, therefore being able to change or make changes to the schedule so that it doesn't, um, doesn't have as, at least as much of effect on patient flow as, you know, as, as it can. I mean, minimizing, minimizing, you know, whatever or however that might work. So I think that's a, that's a big piece of it. Thank you. 
Um, good. Thank thanks you. for sharing. It's been, it's been really good. Kathy, what would you add before we close? Um, a quote that I heard, oh gosh, 30 years ago when I first was in dentistry, change is inevitable. Growth is optional. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's really good. <laughs> okay. That is great. There I love go. it. I know. That's what I was thinking. It's like, well, what am I going to say after that? Not a lot. No. <laughs> uh, Beverly, thank you for being with us. What would you, what would you share as we um, close today? I think just to, when change happens, just to develop a new routine, develop a new schedule, set up a new system, something that releases that negative feeling of change and just make, make whatever it is your new normal and, and make it right and make it good. Yeah. New normal. That's a, well, that's a great, that is a really powerful phrase. What is the new normal? You know, and it is always different after change. Wow. Well, it's been great. I appreciate you both uh, being with us today. And as we normally do, we promise to honor your inbox and uh, keep it simple and bring you information that is helpful and easy to digest. And we don't want you to feel like you, um, it's, you know, you have FOMO because we have so much stuff coming at you and you missed one. So um, we look forward to uh, being with you again and we will see you on the road. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Spouse Tales. We ask you to consider our podcast sponsors when you need solutions. Thank you to Care Credit, helping get the care people want for themselves and their families. Cedar HR Solutions, the leading provider of custom-crafted dental employee handbooks, employee management software, and on-demand HR support for dentists and office managers. Dental Entrepreneur Woman Magazine. Do Life is the number one lifestyle magazine for all women in dentistry. It inspires, highlights, empowers, and connects women in our industry. Weave, bringing dental practices and those they serve closer together. Signing off live from Austin, Texas, this is Mel on Air. See you on the road. Bye.